are officially in session with DJ Obsession. DJ Obsession. A.K.A. Mr. Peterson. It's the In Session Podcast. Broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. Where we discuss lifestyle, current events, finance, relationships, politics, entertainment, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ Obsession. Just like that, yours truly, DJ Obsession, definitely in the building, baby. Feeling the vibes, feeling the energy. Hope you're feeling the vibes, too. I know there's a million different things you could be doing and a million different people you can be listening to, but you are here listening to me and don't think for one second that I don't appreciate that. So let me give you a round of applause. Thanks for taking the time to rock with me. And we're going to get right into it, man. Today we are discussing COVID-19. The vaccine. And, uh, wow. I took a survey on my Instagram uh, yesterday. And I asked a simple question. Do you plan on taking the COVID-19 vaccine? And an astounding 96% said no. 96%. I think there was something like uh, 112 people who voted. Out of 112 people, 96% said no, that they're not going to take that vaccine. And I spoke with a couple of them and I pre-recorded a couple of uh, phone conversations. An astounding 96% said they're not going to take it. That's, That's a big deal. And I was thinking about how it relates to white America because these were mostly black people who took this survey on my timeline and I was saying to myself you know it is so hard just to get white people to wear a mask in Walmart you know what I'm saying like they are causing all kind of ruckus and kicking up dust everywhere just to put that mask on so if they won't wear the mask will they take the vaccine hmm I've been thinking about that for a couple of days now So anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to a couple of people that took the, uh, the, well, that answered the, the, the poll question on my Instagram and we'll see why they said no. And I'll tell you how I feel about it. But I mean, you know, this distrust that black people have for the government, it's, it's warranted. You know, do you all remember the Tuskegee experiment? Well, they called it the Tuskegee study, but it was more of an experiment. They were told that they were going to be treated for bad blood. Instead, uh, hundreds of poor black men became participants unknowingly in an experiment. It's crazy, you know. So it was in 1932, the United States Public Health Service uh, launched an unethical research program to examine the effects of untreated syphilis. You know, so 600 black men from Tuskegee, Alabama, all participated. Researchers had told them that they were being treated for bad blood, a term that they used locally at the time. And it described anything from fatigue to anemia. And they promised these men treatment if they participated. So, you know, it was about two thirds of them who actually had syphilis. Not one received proper treatment for the disease. Not one. The treatment at the time 
for syphilis was penicillin, and they didn't even bother to treat anyone with penicillin. The researchers withheld treatment so they could see the long-term effects of having syphilis. With some people, their vital organs shut down. You know, some people just had long-term sickness. Some people died. In 1972, an Associated Press article exposed the Tuskegee study after one of the participants brought the story to a civil rights attorney. Only then, after 40 years, was the study brought to an end. 40 years! The case was settled out of court for only $10 million. So like in 97, I think uh, Bill Clinton made like some sort of formal apology. It is what it is, but at that point, the damage is done. So, you know, getting back to that 96% who participated in the poll, I kind of get it. I don't know if I really feel comfortable taking the COVID-19 vaccine either. But we're going to talk to a couple of people. We're going to see how they feel about it. We're going to do it in 30 seconds. Don't you move a muscle. Hey, guys. Looking for a brighter smile? Well, look no further. Elite Smiles NYC can help you get that bright smile in the comfort of your own home. That's right. It's Elite Smiles underscore NYC. Follow us on Instagram. Later. Sessions definitely in the building. You are officially in session with yours truly, DJ Obsession. And earlier, like I said, I, I went to Instagram and I just asked the question, you know, uh, do you plan on taking the COVID vaccine? And a lot of people responded, no. I think maybe just one person at this point has said yes. Everyone else has said no. So I'm going to see how it goes by the end of the day. But I got somebody on the line. It's my homie Barrington. What's good, man? For sure. What up, homie? Chilling. How you? I just decided to reach out to a few people I, I knew personally and just ask them, were they planning on taking the vaccine? Me, myself, I don't really trust it. So I'm not taking yeah. it. But, you know, that's me. So, you know, how do you feel about this COVID vaccine? And uh, do you plan on taking it when they finally say it's ready? Um, Actually, I feel the same way you the way you feel now. Um, most likely, no. <laughs> I'm, um, I don't plan on taking it. Um. I don't know. I don't. I mean, just historically, just throughout the course of my life, I don't really trust vaccines. Uh, I work at a healthcare facility where um, you're kind of like, you know, for lack of a better term, they try to persuade you into taking um, the flu vaccine every year because um, us as healthcare workers, we have to take it every year. Um, I choose not to and I haven't taken it. Um, as long as I've worked there and, um, you know, I don't plan on taking it. Um, so now nah, the same thing with the, with, with that vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, nah, nah. I, I'm hearing, likely, no. I'm hearing rumors that, uh, they may make it mandatory for first responders and healthcare workers. And you just said you work in a, a healthcare facility. So uh, would that include you? Have you heard that at your job? They actually just had a town hall meeting at the facility that I work at. And they told us that. They're not planning on forcing anyone to take it, even though it is suggested that we take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Same thing with like the flu vaccine. They more or less suggest you take the flu vaccine, but they pretty much force it on um, certain work, depending on where you work or what, what what type of position you have. You know, I'm I'm administrative. I'm not clinical. So, 
you know, they don't really go as hard for me to take it, but pe- but clinical staff, they they be on their they be on their back about taking it. Wow, vaccine, I, so. I think it's real interesting that you know they keep coming to us first. You know, I'm hearing all of this. Well, <laughs> the, the black community were were the most affected by this, so we need to get it to them first. They need to be the first in line. I don't. I mean, when have they ever given black people anything first? You know what I'm saying? Like, I <laughs> I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with that. You know, I, I, absolutely. No, I mean, I mean, historically, we have been you know, the guinea pigs, you know, so to speak, for whatever um, new idea they have. You know, they always push it on us first. Whatever they, they're trying out, they want to push it on us first. So, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised by that, you know. For real, man. Yo, man, I appreciate your time, man, and, and thanks for chiming Absolutely. in on the subject. Really appreciate the hell out you, my dude. No doubt. Thanks, Same. man. Easy. Just like that, session's in the building, and we are still in session. And like I said, I put up a um, a little survey on my Instagram asking people, did they plan on taking the COVID-19 vaccine? And most of the people said no. Almost everyone said no, they don't plan on taking it. Uh, one person said they do plan on taking it. So I've been talking to some of the people who participated in the survey, and I have another young lady on the line. This is Teresa. Teresa, how are you doing? How are you? I'm okay. And uh, how do you feel about the vaccine? Do you plan on taking it when they say it's finally ready? Absolutely not. I am not taking that. Uh, why, why not? Multiple reasons. Number one, I feel like black people, I'm black, of course. Uh, you, you're breaking up a little bit. I want to make sure this audio is right. So could, could you start over, please? Sure. So I said, I'm absolutely not taking the vaccine. Um. Black people are always guinea pigs, and I feel like they're going to try to put it in Black communities, Latino communities, try to test it out just in case anything goes wrong. And I also feel like they came up with the vaccine way too fast. Mm. There are so many other illnesses and diseases out there that have no vaccine, have no cure, but all of a sudden, COVID-19 that just came out of nowhere, they have a vaccine for already? No, I'll pass. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We're just going to keep it short and sweet. I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you so much for participating in the survey on Instagram. I just want to say thanks again. I appreciate you. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And uh, I've got uh, another homie on the line, my homie G. Uh, G, what's good, man? Peace, peace. How you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. Uh, So do you plan on taking this vaccine when it comes out? Absolutely not. And, um... The main reason is um, when you have um, a, a vaccine that took less than a year for it to um, come into fruition, where most vaccines usually take anywhere from five to 10 years, I don't want to be part of the first group of people that's going to take that risk. And especially when you have, you know, all the politicians and um, the scientists are saying, yeah, you're going to give it to the blacks, the elderly, the Hispanics, et cetera. That part. Uh, no, thank you. That part. That part right there. That is <laughs> definitely what uh, has been sticking in my head. Like, when have they ever given us anything first? And now that this vaccine is coming out, I feel like they're just pushing us to the front of the line. And uh, I'm really not here for it, man. So Yeah, 100%. That is definitely not going to be something that I mean and I'm in the field so therefore I'm, I'm I'm watching and I'm seeing that most of the people that's actually dying they're dying from fear and neglect mm. you know and uh, one of the key things I've, I've known several people that actually 
tested positive, went through the whole process. It's just like a regular flu. Not saying that I'm not an expert, but the people that I know that survived it, they, they, they just went through the whole period as if they were having a, a normal flu. You you keep yourself hydrated. You definitely take, you know, Tylenol and stuff like that. Fever reducers. And of course, you know, being black and Caribbean, you do all the remedies from back home. Oh, so you was on your, your, your people's was on their uh, back home remedies, huh? 100%. Because prior to all this so-called Western medication, we were surviving. People forget who they are. They get lost and caught up. We need to go back to our roots. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks uh, for for chiming in on the subject. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we just got to be careful out here. We can't be the guinea pigs of society. You know, we got to take care of one another. And if we know about some uh, back home remedies, we need to share those remedies with one another. Don't you think? Definitely. Definitely. And then uh, eating healthy. Very important. Eating healthy. Eating getting, healthy. Getting okay. rest. Eating healthy. Getting rest. All right, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate the hell out of you, man. Thanks, yo. Bless. So two French doctors or scientists, I'm not sure if they were doctors or scientists, but they were talking about going to Africa and testing out vaccines to try and cure COVID. And there was a big dust up about it. People got upset and rightfully so. This happened back in, I believe, April. And the World uh, Health Organization made a statement. Let, let me play that for you real quick. Hold on. I, I, I just have it right here waiting on you. There was, um, I think, a comment last week from uh, some uh, couple of scientists uh, who said the testing ground for the new vaccines will be Africa. Uh, to be honest, I was so appalled. And it was um, a time when I said, when we needed solidarity, this kind of racist remarks actually would not help. It goes against the solidarity. Africa cannot and will not be a testing ground for any vaccine. We will follow all the rules to test any vaccine or therapeutics all over the world using exactly the same rule. Whether it's in Europe, Africa or wherever, we will use the same protocol, and if there is a need to be tested elsewhere, to treat human beings the same way, equally. And the hangover from a colonial mentality has to stop. The hangover from that colonial mentality has to stop. Heavy. But just the fact that that's the first thing that pops into people's minds, like, oh, we got to figure something out medically. Let's go to Africa and just try this shit out on these niggas running around here. You know. Anyway. Just like that session is definitely in the building. Got the homie on the line. I wanted to chop it up with him today about this whole subject we've been discussing all evening. Uh, COVID-19, the vaccine. I got the homie Dre, Passport Global. Dre, what's good, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Once again, I'm thankful to be on your platform, brother. Yeah, man, you uh, you know, people people uh appreciated you the last time you was here. You know, I uh, got a lot of well, hits. People saying, "Hey, brother, makes a lot of sense." I was like, "I already knew that, man." So you know, uh, <laughs> humble man. Yeah, man. So you know, overwhelmingly, everyone who called in this evening 
basically said that they're not taking the vaccine. Uh, what's your take? Uh, my take is I'm not going to be the first one online. Like, I want to see clinical trials. I don't want to just hear, you know, it's 95 and then all, all of a sudden it's 98%, um, you know, within, within, uh, within era of being effective. Like, you know, vaccines go through clinical trials, right? I mean, anything that's FDA approved or government approved has to show clinical trials from placebo effect all the way to the actual uh, medication effect. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all, but I'm definitely not enthused of a, of a vaccine that is not even a year old of a, of a virus that technically has morphed and is not even a year old. And then how do we create a vaccine with such haste for COVID and don't even have a vaccine for a common cold, don't have a vaccine for a lot of things, but we have this emergency vaccine for COVID, which is kind of like weird, but I'm definitely not saying that I will not take it uh, eventually if, if it shows that there's, you know, um, you know, we don't want to be like a, a, um, a pharmaceutical commercial where you see uh, you take it and it says side effects, nosebleed, your liver will fall out, blah, blah, blah. And you just like, what? Like yeah. that type of thing. I just have a um, feeling that five years from now is going to be a commercial on TV with some lawyers saying, if you took the COVID-19 vaccine in 2020, give us a call. I, I, right. I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Now you're saying that you, you, you want to take it, but you want to wait until there's some clinical trials. Yeah, I, right. I that that takes at the... least, you know, four or five years. So you talking like waiting four or five years? Well, I'm not saying that either. I am saying it's almost like this. We just seen, we're going to bring it into layman's terms, right? We just seen a new Xbox. I mean, a new Xbox and PlayStation 12 or whatever got released, right? Um, PlayStation 5. We don't want the gamers mad at us. PlayStation uh, 5. Yeah, you're right. I'm just being facetious. PlayStation 5. So we also see how many people have already complained about their system shutting down. The heating processes are like overheating. It's literally like a furnace, right? We know that was going to happen, right? But some people have to be the first with it. And I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the vaccine the same way. Um, am I supposed to be on the front line, you know, to try those things? And personally, I'm not. Now, I am totally scientifically literate, so I do understand what vaccines did for polio. You do understand what vaccines did for smallpox, right? We understand that. Um, but at the same time, you're talking about a year, less than a year, that this thing has come about for a virus that has actually morphed twice in front of our eyes, right? So that's my thing. I would never be, I'm never going to have my chest out saying I'm not going to take it, I'm not going to take it, because like me and you spoke about, life has got to go on, and business got to go on, and you know how that is, That that's if you think the world's going to stop for you, you're sadly mistaken, you know? The question is, how do we adapt to it, you know? And that's the thing. So I'm that's just my thing. I'm not saying I will not take it. I'm just saying I'm not going to be the first one with my arm up, hands up, and online to take it. No. Right. You know, I, that, that's just my uh, nuanced perspective on it, you know? Well, I mean, but can you see that they're marketing everything towards us right now? You know, black people had have been affected by this uh, disproportionately. So we want them at the front of the line because they deserve 
to get the first doses. I the, totally agree with that. Okay, I well, totally wait a second now, wait a second. Mm -hmm. now, now, you agree with that, but does that seem strange to you at all? 100% is strange. Well, no, it's not strange. We are the crash test dummies for America, right? So who, you know, we the crash test dummies. So it's, it's strange, but it's the norm, right? Um, you can go back into history and we are the crash test dummies for America. And that's just the bottom line. When it comes to medicine, when it comes to uh, social programs, right? Uh, we, we're the crash test dummies for everything, but when they're handing out these uh, corporate welfares and, and these other programs that's really undergirding people, we don't get that. But everything else, you know, get them online, get them a stick of cheese and, 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 and a vaccine. You know, that's yeah. just... I could you know, it, yeah, I don't that's but you know, I think I think that's why people are, are so skeptical uh about being the first online for this and I understand that you know I was um talking earlier about the uh, Tuskegee study mm -hmm. which actually mm -hmm. turned out to be the Tuskegee experiment mm -hmm. you know uh, I was breaking that down a little earlier and that went on for 40 years you know it, it wasn't like it was a quick thing that went on for 40 years and then when you know, the whistleblower dropped the bomb and everything. Mm -hmm. They settled out of court for $10 million. You know, yep. now you and I know that that is nothing. That is peanuts. When, you know, these, these, these big lawsuits like that, I mean, it's things that happen that are a lot smaller than that. And right. it's hundreds of millions of dollar payouts and it's all publicized. And, you know, they kind of kept it quiet. Bill Clinton apologized and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and they, they broke the little $10 million off. But let's come on for 40 years, $10 million. That's not, I mean, not even a million a year. It's not a drop in a bucket. It's nothing, man. You know, and these are people's lives. You know, they, they yeah. let these people die. They watch their, their vital organs fail them just so they can yeah. see the side effects of long-term uh, syphilis. That's crazy to me, right. man. How do we, yeah, how, you listen. know, so I understand wh why people are so skeptical about being the first online, you know. And I, I I hear what you're saying about crash test dummies, but I mean, are we still dummies when we know what time it is? Uh, I think you. I think one thing you have to uh, pay homage to is the trend, right? Right now, you're in a very big anti-vaxxer trend, right? And you know what we are. We are very trendy people, right? That in itself, you got a lot of people talking about anti-vaccinations. A lot of people, way before COVID hit, right? Um, there's been debates about it. There's been documentaries about it. And you got a lot of people on that time because, you know, people, they don't really understand when you're watching one documentary, it takes you from one sector of retail or some type of purchasing power to another, right? Um, just like anyone who watches What the Health and then they'll tell you, they'll argue down that as a vegan, you're better off, but then can never show you scientific proof because it's, it's just not true. It's just a lifestyle choice, right? It's just saying, I don't want to hurt an animal. That's literally the, the difference. Right. Um, and um, so with that being said, it's the same thing now with the anti-vaxxers because I told you this before on other conversations. I have these arguments with all these anti-vaxxers and you know what they all have in common? They all vaccinated. Mm. Like, oh, okay, so what are we going to do then? Well, I'm just saying, bro, like, I'm anti-vaccine. Is your child vaccinated? Yeah. 
is your child got six fingers or not? No. Then what are we talking about? But they put, then they start giving you this magical, you know, they, they become exact. They just, it's just hyperbole, right? Oh, there's rat brains and aluminum and all this stuff in it. And then it's like, man, you know, that's why I'm saying with me, I'm taking a nuanced approach to it. Um, I don't want to be a, I don't think we, listen, even though we died, if you look at, uh, our death uh, death rate in this country from COVID is super high. One, because we living in inner cities are what more close quarters to each other than the average person who's living in suburbia, right? And then two, we the ones on the front line working. We, you know, we the ones that's in that in these cities working these medial jobs that are not closing in comparison to the ones they feel like, you know, to these corporations where you can Zoom call from home. Absolutely. So all of that plays in the, the dynamic and in this pantheon of what's going on. So we have to be very cognizant of everything we, we project out there. Like, I'm never going to tell a person I'm not going to take it. I'm telling them, listen, I'm looking for clinical trials. If Pfizer and Moderna um, are are touting that they're within 95% effective rate, then I have to see why it's 95% effective rate. You understand where I'm coming from? I'm not just going to buy... That's like me and you saying, uh, I'm just going to buy alkaline water because somebody else told me it's good for you. But then you drink alkaline water, you realize it's just the same thing. Right. I hear right? you, brother. Like, right. So that's, that's with me. I, I go from... You know me. I'm in a, a logical world. I go from a scientific uh, point of view. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that's going to go with a trend, even though I know we are 100 uh, percent the undercast and the crash test dummies of this country. And I know they're totally marketing it to us. They got celebrities now talking about it. You know, it's it's a whole industry trying to like propel us, like you say, get online for it. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm I'm good on that. I tell you this, man. Um, I am in no means an anti-vaxxer, but I think uh, this one is going to have to miss me. I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't trust them. Um, they came up with this way too fast. Uh, way too fast. Way, I agree with way that Way too part. fast. It was just too quick. And as someone who actually had COVID back in March, you know, mm-hmm. I know that it's serious. I know it's real. Like I'm not one of these 100%. people who want some, Oh, well, this is fake. And you know, they, they put an extras on it. I think they probably padded the numbers a little bit. That I believe, but other than that, like the sickness is real. Like, you know, it's not just the flu. I had somebody earlier say, you know, the symptoms are kind of like the flu. They're flu-like, but it is way more intense. You know, yeah. Way, some people have pneumatic. Way some more people intense. have pneumatic. Some people lose two of their senses. You yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. real, man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. real. I had a person lose their taste and they smell for a month. Imagine that, man. You know, and I and I told you before, man, like physically, that was the hardest thing I've ever been through. That is that is just hard to hear. When I hear stuff like that is when I hear when I hear you say that stuff, I, I was like, I'll never forget when you first told me that. You was like, Yo, bro, I get up and I fall right back down. I'm so weak. Yeah, it's man. Like, like you, you you feel helpless. You like a baby. You know, I mean you there's nothing you can't do anything for yourself. You know, you, I'm crawling to the bathroom. It, it was crazy, man. It was just nuts. Man. So, so I know that it's real. 
So I don't mm-hmm. ever want, so nobody could ever tell me that it's not real, you know? Right. I've had right. people d- try to tell me that. And then I was like, well, I was sick myself. And it was like, well, you sure it was that? Yeah, I'm sure it was that, bro. Yeah, they're going to argue down that it wasn't that. They're going to tell you, you know, you don't know what you had. And let me tell you something, man. I'm an avid runner. If any Ask anyone. Anyone that knows me know I've been in Prospect Park running that 5K a few times a week for years. Mm-hmm. It's how mm-hmm. I actually lost the weight and all of that stuff. I I mm-hmm. eat right, you know, I'm not a vegan or anything, but I don't eat meat, you know, I, mm-hmm. I exercise, I'm not all on, heavy on the starches and sugar and stuff like that. I take care right. of myself. Right. And I I still got, you know, I, I credit me uh, exercising as much as I did to beating COVID. It, it, 100%. I was on this, this real hardcore push-up challenge. Like I was doing, I said, I'm going to do 200 push-ups a day for a year. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to, it took me about a month to build up to that 200, probably a month and a half to build up to that 200 that I could just go and, and, and bang it out. Mm-hmm. So I was well into a year, maybe a little bit past a year of just doing those pushups every day. And I put on uh, probably about 20, 20 to 30 pounds of muscle mass. Mm-hmm. I, I lost all of that during <laughs> during that battle with COVID for, you know, three weeks. It just ate all right. of that up. And I feel like because I had put that extra muscle mass on, that's what saved me. I really believe that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that totally. That made the difference. So the universe prepares you for things you don't even see coming, man. You know, because I just I woke up one that. day and said, "This I'm going to do this. It wasn't even a plan. I just decided one day that I'm going to get up on this push-up stuff, and here we go. You know? So it is what it is, man. So like I was saying, I'm not going to say I'm going to take this one. I'm going to have to skip this one. I, I, You know, I just really feel like later on there's going to be some lawyer with a class action lawsuit and a bunch of people saying, if you took that COVID vaccine back in 2020 or 2021, give us a call <laughs> because of X, Y, Z, and you may be awarded damages. And I'm not trying to be on that, man. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. God bless you anybody know? who wants to take it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take it. I'm not here saying, hey, don't take it. It's going to do this and that. I don't, I don't know, but. I'm going to err on the side of caution with this one. And my spirit tells me to sit this one out. So I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, um, it's a nuance. It's a nuanced argument. It's a nuanced approach. Everyone will have a different vantage point of why or why not they should take it. So this is why your show is important. And the conversation is important to have to hear these, hear these things out, you know, and, you know, and that's just to me. That's what that's what the, the what is about, right? We want to we want to have these conversations and really like break down. Like, yo, should we? You know, should this be um, should this be uh, be taken? And and that's just it. None more, none less, right? Everyone's gonna have a vantage point. You know, everyone. So yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah, it is, man. My brother Dre, Passport Global. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Trust me, my people. He will be back. It is what it is, man. Sessions in the building. Uh, thank everyone this week for rocking with us, man. We appreciate the hell out you. Uh, hit me up that Instagram, that Twitter, at DJ Obsession. Dre, tell them where to find you real quick. Uh, man, uh, I don't be on social media much, but I'm still at Patrick Passport 15. And as soon as we get this COVID thing behind us, then the movie will start. Um, and just still Facebook, man. Um, Andre Boyce. Um, that's about it, man. That's about it. 
Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Thank you, man. All right, man. Take it easy, man. Thanks. Yep. Just about going to do it for me. I'm going to pack it up, get the hell out of here. Thank you for rocking with me another week. I know the podcast is a little late. Had a lot going on. You know, real quick, I sold my car. <laughs> I sold my car a couple of weeks ago. And I was saying to myself, I'm telling all my friends and family, I don't worry about it. I'm going to buy a car maybe in January, February. You know, when the cold really sets in, I'll get a car then. I'm not really worried about it. You know, I live in New York City. The greatest public transportation system probably anywhere, maybe. And I said, okay, I'll just take the train. So I've been on the A train lately. You know, let me see if I can pull this real quick before I get out of here. Let me see if I can pull this up on my phone. Every day on the A train is an adventure. You got, you know, I'm not really mad at the homeless. Like, you know, where they're going to go, right? They... They there. It is what it is. You got to hear this, right? This is two evangelists, I guess. Is that what you call them? The people who are on the, you know, out there spreading the gospel. Two of them arguing, a guy and a girl, man and a woman. I run, I run into some of this every day. So listen to this. They're better get a box because if you die without a box, you're going in the oven. That's it. God and the devil walk the earth. I am Jesus. You better get a box. This shit is real. It's either heaven or hell. This morning, applaud me. I'm I am not riding that train on a regular basis anymore. I, I'm sorry, it's just too much, man. I lasted two weeks. I told everybody I was going to last two months. Everyone told me they didn't believe it. They don't. They did not think I could ride that train that long. And you know what? You were right. I was wrong. Let me give you your props. I bought a car this morning. God first, everything else after. Strength to the mind, peace to the body. You can't be good. Be careful in these streets. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. God bless.